Rule number two, your friends will believe in your potential. Your enemies will make you live up to it. Based on true events, most of it happened. If you would have told me three years ago I'd be inside of a hotel naked rubbing a strange back for cash, I would have thought you were out of your mind. I was thrown to the wolves and I returned leading the pack. Learn from this. Waking up in the morning to catch a flight is always a drag when you haven't done it in a while, especially when there is never any time to rest. Every trip starts off in a deficit. You have to make your travel cost, hotel, food, and products back before you ever see a profit. It's best to never check bags and try to drum up at least two clients prior to touching down. There are plenty of sites. Hell, there's one called Plenty of Fish, and I use every one of them. It's best to utilize your resources. Find a friend for a rental car company, airline, and hotel. By using their discounts, you've cut your travel expenses down tremendously. Bottom Bitch works for a hotel, which is the backdrop of most of the gangbang videos they star in. Most of the sex workers I come across actually work in one of those industries, and the majority of them are flight attendants. FYI, if you're dating one and it's not an open relationship, it's probably an open relationship. Flying standby is not an option when the flight isn't guaranteed, and from a business point of view, the time is more valuable than a free ride. Bottom Bitch packs my bag the day before, and I never travel with less than a week's worth of clothing, two weeks worth of underwear, and a month's supply of sleep aids. Every airport is different, and somehow I get lost. I'm terrible at directions. Bottom bitch is calling me. Hey, you made it? Yes, I just got off the plane. I respond while frantically looking for the exit. The sooner I get to the hotel, the better. I'm a stickler for being on time. Someone wants to know if fucking comes with the massage. I rub backs, stroke egos, but what I vehemently refuse to do is ride dick. Hell no! Bitch, why would you even ask me that? I scream in the phone. I'm sorry, should I block him? Bottom bitch asks sheepishly. I just hang up the phone. Don't get me wrong, I don't think I'm above actual sex workers. It's just not for me. I tread a thin line as it is, and I refuse to cross it. Bottom bitch knows this already, so the fact that they feel the need to confirm it, as if I've miraculously changed my mind on the matter, is frustrating. I check online to see how the competition is looking today. Yes, it's best to keep an eye out for individuals with similar characteristics as you whenever you travel into a city, especially if you have restrictions. I see a few familiar faces in town. This is going to be interesting. I see that Crisco is calling. He must have saw that I'm in town. I call them Crisco because their skin looks as if they got caught in a grease fire. I honestly don't know how they book any clients. Their attitude is terrible. But you know what they say about ugly hoes with bad attitudes. 
They're a full service escort. Hell, most of them are. Crisco taught me how it works and I pretty much ran with it. I traveled to Indianapolis for the weekend to give it a go. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? After shelling out $500, which was half of what I had in my bank account at the time on the trip, and advertising fees from various sites, there was no turning back. I was knee deep in debt. It's funny what desperation will do to you. At this point, I was still dealing with my ex mentally and was in the midst of a depression episode. This was my big break, and Bottom Mitch was monitoring all of my messages and setting up appointments. I was so nervous my first time giving an erotic massage. My first time was the most degrading experience of my life. I felt like Diamond, but I channeled my inner Ronnie. And to be completely honest, I'm knocking on Trixie, so time was of the essence. This was a forehand massage. Crisco and I did it together. I put on this uncomfortable ass jockstrap and danced to the music. I told myself, Pretend you're at home in your bathroom by yourself. And drink as much as you can, as fast as you can. You might as well get faded. Just kidding, I don't drink, but I was ready to get this over with. I worked throughout the night and made $750. I was like, I know you fucking lie. We coordinated our schedules so that they didn't conflict with each other. At some point, Crisco hopped in the closet and took a nap while I was doing the massage. The following day, I woke up ready to start again, frantically checking my messages to book appointments for the day. I was ready to make the most out of this considering I didn't know it would be something I'd ever do again. There's nothing like getting paid money for rubbing someone's back. It's a confidence booster. I got some weird requests, but I came up with a method to get away from having to do it, but still getting them to pay for the services I do offer. The trick is making them believe you're actually interested in them. Flirt, send kissy emojis, sell them a dream. Bottom bitch was up pretty late back home. Poor thing, I know that ass is screaming, give me a break. So I was in charge of handling my own messages for now. Hey sexy, what are your rates? 200 an hour, I reply. Nice, you have any nudes? Sorry, I don't send nudes. After sending me a slew of dick and ass pictures, I respond with, fire emoji, what time would you like to book? Is massages all that you offer? He responds, unfortunately, yes. Damn, you're so fucking hot. I'd like to book you ASAP. Are you into water sports? Sorry, I don't know how to swim. I respond confused as to the direction of the conversation. LOL, how much for you to pee on me? Now, I've never done nothing like this before outside the occasional pee in the shower and maybe splashing my ex. It wasn't intentional and boy were they upset. I just thought of the first number that came to mind, hoping it'll be too high for him. As I looked at the clock, it read 5.45 p.m. So I went with that number. $545. Okay, send me the address. I probably leave the office around 7 p.m. Cash is fine, right? If you could have seen the look on my face, I had a full-on panic attack. I wasn't ready to be peeing on folks my first full day on the job. 
I kept chatting and scheduling clients. For every 10 messages, you may get one person who actually confirms an appointment. Me being introverted in this line of work can become overwhelming. As I finish my 6 p.m. client, I get a message saying, Hey, I'm here, devil emoji. What's your room number? I swear just that fast, I forgot all about Pissy Pete. And I forgot to drink water. So many questions raced through my mind. Do he like clear pee or yellow pee? What if I don't pee enough? So many variables to consider, but it was too late now. I reset the sheets and hopped in the shower, making sure to hit under my arms and between my legs. I swear, as easy as you think massaging some of these big bat guys may be, it's really not. And be prepared to sweat. Pissy Pete walks through the door, and surprisingly, he wasn't bad looking for his age. Well dressed. Outside of his sexual proclivities, I'm pretty sure he's a pretty normal guy. I started the massage as I would any other, and the entire time I just kept thinking of how and where I was going to pee on this man. At this point, it was time for the big finale. I channeled my inner dominatrix. I ordered him to get up. He looked scared, but hell, so was I. Get in the fucking tub. He slowly walked to the tub, almost as if he wanted to run as bad as I did. Get on your fucking knees. At this point, he was visibly shaking. Open your fucking mouth. He grinned at me, closed his eyes, and opened wide. Here goes nothing, I said to myself. Sure enough, I had a substantial amount of pee in my bladder. Once I finished, I turned on the shower and told him to rinse off. My heart was beating so fast, but now that it was over, it wasn't all that bad. I sat at the corner of the bed and waited for him to finish. Wow, man, that was wild, he proclaimed. How much do I owe you? $545, I respond. I only have $250 in cash. Is it okay if I sell you the rest? Sure. After he left, I let Crisco know that he can come back into the room. I sat on the couch and started checking my messages. Hey, man, I'm so sorry I won't be able to come tonight. Can we reschedule for tomorrow? As I scrolled up, and read our previous conversation, my eyes could have popped out of my skull. My mouth dropped. This was the real Pissy Pete. At that point, it hit me that I pissed on the wrong guy. I'm not sure if the other fella got turned out by the entire ordeal, but he actually came to visit me again the following day. I didn't have to pee on him this time, but he was really pleased with the experience. That could have turned out bad, but hell, it worked out. I walked away with close to 2K that weekend. It was at that very moment. I knew I wasn't filling out any applications outside of unemployment for a while. Goodbye, nine to five. After our first trip, I noticed Crisco didn't want to travel with me anymore. I guess it was the fact that I booked the majority of the clientele that weekend that could have had something to do with it. These pervs love a new face, and as pedophilic as it may sound, the younger the better. 
Crisco and I would set up a date to fly out and work, but they'll go MIA on me and ending up in a completely different city. I used to take their advice, but every time I did, it was never to my benefit, and I began to feel a little bit sabotaged. Don't know if he saw me as competition or something, but as a friend, he could have went about it another way. So safe to say, I am not eager to take this call. What's up? Hey, are you in DC? Yes, sir, I replied. He paused for a second before saying, Oh, okay. Where will you be staying? Downtown, more than likely. I quickly responded, not knowing what the line of questioning was coming from, especially since I told him about my planned trip here a few weeks ago, and he suggested I try St. Louis instead. We chatted for another five minutes before I made an excuse to get off the phone. Hell, I was still feeling some type of way, and I find it hard to hide it when I'm not being paid to do so. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe for notifications. Tune in next week for more amazing content. Join my Patreon where I'll be answering your questions and dropping exclusive content. Human trafficking is a situation in which an individual is compelled to work or engage in commercial sex through use of force, fraud, or coercion. If the individual is under the age of 18 and engaging in commercial sex, they are experiencing it regardless if force, fraud, or coercion is also taking place. If you believe you may have information about a trafficking situation, call the National Human Trafficking Hotline, toll-free hotline, at 1-888-373-7888. Anti-trafficking hotline advocates are available 24-7 to take reports of potential human trafficking. Text the National Human Trafficking Hotline at 233-733. Message and data rates may apply.